This is the Silver and Black Podcast with Rob Thompson and RJ Ochoa. Wimpy for three, butter. Rob and RJ get you inside the San Antonio Spurs along with everything NBA. It's the Silver and Black Podcast with Rob and RJ, part of the San Antonio Sports Star Podcast Network at sasportstar.com. Now, here are the guys. Joe, I saw a tweet this morning from our friend Jeff Garcia uh, uh-huh. noting that, that odds makers are projecting Victor Wimbanyama as a strong candidate to win Defensive Player of the Year. I'm about to pull some of these odds myself, but then I saw a tweet this morning. From somebody who, uh, like Tom Cruise, propelled down on a wire, you know, and said, uh, a rookie has never won this award. And unless something bad happens to Rudy Gobert, that trend will continue. This is a team game last time I checked, and the Spurs' defensive stats stink. James Pledger did a video for us on Wednesday noting how Victor uh, should be in contention for Defensive Player of the Year, but you say... No way. No hope. Not, not going to happen. Not under my watch. You don't think Wemby deserves any defensive player of the year consideration? No, I think he deserves consideration. But everybody, you know, and, and God bless Spurs fans, RJ, because you got, they, they got to have something to hang on to. And their, their, their rope is Victor Wimbanyama. And I get it. I understand that. Look, I think the guy's going to win rookie of the year. I don't think there's any question about that. But a rookie has never won defensive player of the year. And whether you like it or not, it, it, it's the it's a good old boys club in this respect that a rookie, that's why he didn't make the all-star team. I mean, there's only one rookie that has ever done that. And it's just an unwritten rule in the NBA that rookies don't win awards like that. And whether you like that or not, it's absolutely true. And I'm already getting people firing stats at me like Wimby. When he's on the floor, the Spurs are fourth in defensive rating. They're 24th without him. Well, okay. And so what? They won 11 games. It really hasn't done you much good even when he's on the floor and even when they're fourth in defensive rating. Doesn't matter. The guy was benched for a moment. In, in the last game for making mistakes. He's a rookie. He'll get there. All of the accolades are coming, but I understand Spurs fans wanting to hang on to something, and the only thing that we have this year to hang on to is Victor Wimbanyama. So if he loads up his trophy chest with a bunch of trophies, then I guess we could say, well, at least we have that. Entering last night's games, uh, Wimby had more blocks on this side of the All-Star break than any team. Uh, combined. Um, again, this was prior to last night's games. Uh, the New York Knicks were in second place with 18 total blocks as a team. The Bucks, Lakers, Hornets all had 17. Wemby had 19. Obviously, the Spurs were off last night. I mentioned the odds just on the subject of Rookie of the Year. Um, you are a gambling man. Wemby is minus 750 to take home Rookie of the Year honors. Chet Holmgren next at plus 550. So um, it is uh, effectively a formality at this point. But if you are curious, as far as defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert is the favorite at minus 800. Wemby is next at plus 1,200. Jared Allen at plus 1,600. Uh, Bam is at plus 4,000. So it, it w- th- this is what has really been my biggest gripe with the season. Is And, and this has been a, an interesting and a trying week, obviously. I think it's been a coddling week for some. Uh, that was the word that you tossed out on Monday. <laughs> yes. Is, there is a legitimate, a fair, an objective argument that Wemby deserves defensive player of the year, right? I think you would you would tolerate that. 
And I agree with you that all we have is Wemby. And, and we kind of need him to rack up all the individual awards so that we can tell ourselves we didn't just waste our time. Right? Like the, the season had some significance. It, we, can, we can point to a trophy and say the season produced that. It yielded that. It, it, it ultimately resulted in this. That being said, I disagree with your, your opinion that this is a team sort of driven thing, but it is a team influence thing. And the the reality of how bad the Spurs are is now going to hold Wemby back, not just from actually winning basketball games, but from being in consideration for things like this. I don't think it's unfair at all to say that the Spurs being so bad is a big reason that Wemby wasn't an all-star. If the Spurs were better, Wemby is likely on the team because how can you deny his place and his role in what is happening? But everybody looks at, at the team and, and says, man, that Wemby, dude, he's awesome. He's great. But golly, that team sucks. And, and it's just impossible to get over that narrative, even though he towers over it with his physical and game, you know, sort of stature. So this is this is the team's fault. They are actually handicapping him as far as these potential accomplishments are concerned. Look, I, I will just say this, and I, I think Victor Wimbanyama is going to be a superstar and an anomaly in this league, and I think his time is coming. I look back to when LeBron James got into the league, and he played on a Cleveland Cavaliers team that was awful. He led that team. LeBron James single-handedly led that team to the NBA Finals. Now, granted, the East at that time was pretty weak. I will give him that. But he led that team to the finals. They were awful. They got swept by the Spurs uh, in the NBA Finals. So I think Wimby is great. He's putting up some great stats, but he's not uplifting this team anywhere. Now, there are a lot of reasons for that. I think he's getting used to the NBA. I think, you know, all of these things that he's finally starting to do. And I think Pop waited too long to start imposing some accountability, which he's doing now. Keldon Johnson benched in a game, and then Wimby had himself, to sit down. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's too late, though. And and I wish Pop would have started doing this back in, in, in late December, January, and holding these guys accountable, and I think maybe that helps a little bit. But when I look at, at what great players can do, like a LeBron James leading his team and carrying that team to the NBA Finals, and then I see Wimby coming into this, and again, it's different scenarios, but... 11 wins versus 22 last year. So all of these things I've got to take in consideration if I'm voting for anything with Victor Wimbanyama. The guy will win Rookie of the Year. I don't think there's any question about that. And if he doesn't, then th that's a we travesty. But Defensive Player of the Year, it's never happened. Those aren't my – those are just facts. That's not Joe saying he shouldn't because he's a rookie. Those are just facts. It doesn't happen. And so I don't think it's going to happen this year unless something crazy happens down the stretch in the final, whatever, what, 25, 27 games we have left. I don't think you're saying that him being a rookie should preclude him from winning rookie of the year. You're just saying it's it's another le layer of odds stacked against him. No pun intended as, as it relates to odds here. Um, but all that being said, I mean – Goodness, dude, this team, you, you talked about it um, on, what day are we at? On Tuesday night, they benched Wemby and they benched Jeremy. And the, the stuff, like, this is so hollow to me. It is it is so meaningless to do it now, to be like, oh, Keldon, we're yanking you. We talked about it on Monday. Oh, 
Wimby were yanking you up, Jeremy. And then, to, you know, you got to put Wimby in because without him, I mean, you're just a, a total joke at this point in time. And so it, 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 no, nobody is taking that seriously. No, no, Nobody on the team saw you pull Wimby and Jeremy on Tuesday night and said, oh, man, we better get our act together. Like, like literally nobody feels that way. It is it is such a an empty calorie kind of thing. You went one and eight on the rodeo road trip. You are maybe the worst team in the NBA. You are definitely the worst team in the NBA, if not for Wemby's presence on your roster, something you lucked into. And so they, they, there's a lot of people, Joe, right now. We had a video that we posted of you talking about how Pop has coddled the Spurs this year. I think Spurs fans are coddling the team. I, Spurs fans are really afraid to admit that they might be bad. I mean, that, that it might not be all part of some grand master plan, that this isn't just you know, step two in a 100-step process. There's a lot of people who are having a difficult time reckoning with the reality that this is a really bad basketball team. Well, it, thank God for Detroit and Washington. Or or this, we we're, really We're not be far the, off, man. I mean, like, no. I wouldn't point fingers right now. It's well, exactly, seat. but it, at least we have those two teams to point to that are worse than the Spurs. So that's a good thing in my mind. Uh, look, I, I I think this team has been mishandled the entire year. I do. I think they've been mishandled. And I know what everybody's going to say, look, and, and, I, and I agree with it to some extent. Look, I was the only one that said they're not going to go over the, the win total of 29-and-a-half. Everybody had this team a possible play-in team this year. I knew it would take Wimby some time to get used to the NBA because no matter what league he was playing has in Has it France, taken him time? I mean, like, he's, he's awesome. No, I mean, but, but he's, has he's, taken he's, him time. He's a serviceable piece at this point. Like, he's not still, you know, learning how to walk. You know, like, he's dominating in, in like, with respect to the word dominating right now. He, he Again, he's going to win rookie of the year, but he's he's past the point of evaluation as a rookie. He's a, a, no question. a, a, a legitimate, you know, borderline NBA superstar now. I mean, you're right, like, there's growth and development that will still happen. That goes without saying. But, like, I, I don't think he's hit any kind of rookie wall is, is maybe my point here. Well, I don't think he's hit any rookie wall, but he's been mismanaged. And I think it did take him a, 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 a month or two to get used to the NBA game. Because there were times, and it could be because the, that ridiculous Jeremy Sohan at point guard uh, experiment was a disaster. And maybe that was part of it. But when you watch the Spurs early in the season, Wimby, you just watch him play. He looked lost in a lot of a lot of games. He just looked lost, didn't exactly know what to do. But he has learned that. He's picked up the game. He's a smart basketball player, very smart basketball player, and he gets it now. And I can't wait for him to go into an offseason with all of that. Get re- Obviously, he's going to play a lot of basketball this summer for France, but um, he's going to get better and better and better. And, look, I'm not trying to be this downer guy when it comes to Wimby because that's all Spurs fans have to hold on to, and they're holding on tight, trust me. But it's just a fact. He's going to win Rookie of the Year. Be happy for the kid. Does if, if he doesn't win Defensive Player of the Year, is it a disaster? I mean, I, people are acting like it's some kind of, you know, just a, a earthquakes and volcanoes and, and, and stuff is going to happen if he doesn't win Defensive Player of the Year. I just don't understand why that is so important to Spurs fans. Okay, a couple of quick things here. One, what is a bigger point of frustration for you? that they won't hit the over on their projected win total. Um, I won't go playoff team because that's a little bit too much. But so what was no, it? No, I picked the under, by the way, so I'm clearly going to win. I know, win. I know, I know. So I'm, I'm good I know, with but, that. 
I know, but so you're happy individually. But what is a bigger disappointment that they that they failed to hit the over on that, or that Wemby isn't in proper defensive play of the year consideration? What what frustrates you more? Well, I, I, none of it frustrates me. What frustrates me is how I believe this season was mishandled, and Greg Popovich is to blame for that. I love Greg Popovich. I've got a lot of respect for Greg Popovich. There's no question about it. He's one of the greatest coaches of all time. But he, that Jeremy Sohan experiment at point guard was a disaster. I think everybody agrees with that. And the way that they've come into this season with nothing but youngsters, nothing but players that just were, were lost, all of them seemed lost and didn't know how to play with this phenomenon of a player. And and I that has to go squarely on the head coach and the and the uh, management of the Spurs team. And I think Wimby's rookie year has been severely mishandled. It's been wasted in a lot of ways. I mean, it's it's just we've actually wasted time. So you have put a lot of this blame on Pop's shoulders. James says in the Brigade Bar, Pop is wise. First half brought them along slowly. Second starting to get on them. Winning streaks coming soon. Um, <laughs> when is that? Says, like next year? <laughs> Coog says Spurs fans are delusional in thinking there's a bigger picture behind this regression, and that's there are so many people, Joe, who, and it's it's a unique thing because sports are more fun when we're rooting when we're, when we're positive, right? Like in a perfect world, like your team wins and and you get to experience the joy associated with that. But so so everybody wants to you know believe the positive thing because it's it's the easier truth to be to be true. And so a lot of people are holding on to this hope when literally all evidence is suggesting, not even suggesting, but outright proving that that is not the case. This isn't this. this, this they didn't get in the lab, Joe, and say, OK, we, you know, we're we're going to do this. And, yeah, we're going to lose. And it's going to be all part of it and this and that. No, the the plans didn't work. The Jeremy plan failed. I mean, the, the plan to be loose with it all failed. And now the uh, institute some level of accountability, if you want to call it that isn't taking either they are the the reality is they are not that good at this anymore at least in our current moment in time and they are holding Wemby back from i'm not saying that they could have even hit the over on, on 29 and a half wins but they could have been a better team if not for a lot of things that they are responsible for well they're, they're responsible for all of it i just think it's been it's been bad what I just don't understand, or maybe I do understand it, with the disaster of a year that it has been, 11 games, I don't know how many they'll end up winning, maybe 15 if we're lucky. Oh, uh, but no with the disaster of the season that it has been, Spurs fans just are holding on so tight to individual awards for Victor Wimbanyama that if that doesn't happen, then it's they're, they're going to go into a depression in the summer and, and just be horrible. And, and all I'm saying is, look, don't get your hopes up for defensive player of the year because it's never happened. Maybe this will be the the exception to the rule. Maybe Wimby and they decide that well we'll we'll throw the Spurs a bone and give him the defensive player of the year. The guy is a great defensive player. He's seven foot four. To ex not to expect him to have five blocks a game, I think is silly. He should. I mean, he towers over everybody. But I just I, – I don't know why Spurs fans are hanging on so tight to that. And, and James Pledger's probably holding on the tightest. That guy we were arguing the other day. And it's like, dude, it, it's going to be okay if he doesn't win. It's going to be okay. Life will go on, and everything will be fine, and Wimby's going to get his trophy chest filled before his career is over. 
There's no doubt about it. But if it doesn't happen this year, guess what? The sun's going to come out tomorrow. It will be okay. When his career is over, there will be, I don't know, four or five defensive player of the years in all likelihood. And you're right. It's extraordinarily unlikely that there will not be – or extraordinarily unlikely that a 2024 you know, inscription will be on one of the trophies just based on the context of it all. And the fact that he's so close is a testament to his own individual abilities and skills and accomplishments, et cetera, et cetera. But you do need some team success. I mean, you have to. Even though it's an individual award, you have to have some team success to, to be able to stand on top of in these conversations. And unfortunately, he doesn't have that right now. The Spurs uh, are back from the rodeo road trip. Joe, they host the Oklahoma City Thunder tonight. Uh, they are double-digit point underdogs. You, of course they I are. I mean, there's just there's no way to conceive of, of this going positively for them. This, this, this just feels like, oh, Signing up for more, you know. <laughs> like, well, well, I mean, we'll, uh, how long will yeah, it take well, for it to be a double-digit deficit? I'd say well, by it, halfway through look, the second. It, well, it, depending, right? I mean, we got this big matchup, Chet against Wimby tonight, and, and that will be fun to watch, I think. Look, the good news is some positivity here. The Spurs have covered the spread in their last three games, RJ. They've covered the spread. So if I'm a betting man, which I am, Spurs are getting 10.5 points, and I, I I may actually lay some money on the Spurs tonight. I mean, my goodness, they're covering the spread. Let's be positive about this. And they played Sacramento really well. They played the Lakers really well. They stunk up the place against Minnesota. That game was not even near as close as the final score indicated. And, and Pop finally doing something about it I think is good, although I think it's too late. But they, they're covering the spread, RJ. So I think there's, there's a positive for all you uh, Spurs fans out there that think I'm a Debbie Downer. They're covering the spread. Yee-hoo! Is there a trophy for that? Um, I'm not trying to be the Debbie Downer for you, but um, <laughs> they have not done a great job of covering the spread as of late um, in a general sense. Um, you mentioned it, but in their last 10 games, they are 4-6 and six against the spread. So they're not even 500. Do you know what their record is against the spread all season long? They're 11-48 and 48 in, in the record that matters, but it's kind of so, curious yeah, at this point if you know. I don't know what the answer is. I just know the last three. They're on a three-game covering the spread win streak, RJ. I'm trying to stay positive here. I'm getting accused uh-uh. of being a Debbie Downer. I'm just trying to be positive. They've covered the spread. They're on a three-game winning streak for covering the spread. That's true, but they are 27-31-1 against the spread this year. So, again, not a reliable team in that sense. But you're right. They covered against the Lakers, against the Jazz, against the T-Wolves. And double digits is, you know, there's a lot of garbage time points that can come in. And, you know, sure. those all count the same. Um Pledge uh, heard you say that he's holding on tighter than anybody else, and he says in the Brigade Bar, Wemby lived up to those expectations and exceeded them in most cases. It's unreal how bad the team is despite that fact. That was the other thing that I was getting tweeted at all you know, day long in response to that video was like, oh, man, well, Wemby's so great. How do you not give them credit for that? I don't give them credit at all for this. Like, you mean the generational prospect is a generational talent? You know what I mean? Like, what a, what a weird, you know, result that is. And that they have 11 wins to show for all that is embarrassing. It's pathetic. It's, it's representative of how actually little they have done. 
It's like, you know, they got a great steak, you know, to work with, and they didn't make any sides, and that's a fine meal, but you got to have balance in your life. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it, it, it's just, it, it's, it's a lot of things when you look at the season. Uh, first of all, I think it was mismanagement completely. Uh, secondly, then, and still continues to be in my mind, because you've got players that uh, Devin Vassell, to his credit, I think has, has, has finally seen the light, and he knows that he's got a big time seven foot four guy that's a generational talent, um, and, and that that he's he's going to play with him, and he's going to include him in in what they're doing. So that that's nice. Now everybody else needs to understand that as well. You still see videos of Victor Wimbanyama running down the floor wide open. An alley-oop bucket is right there and guys are dishing it out to the side for, and taking a three-point shot and and uh, clanking it off the rim. Uh, that, that's you know, that kind of stuff is that's coaching, is it not? And maybe Pop has told him that and they're still just not doing it. But again, this, well, this they, season they is... bench those dudes. You know what I'm saying? Well, it, I, you you got to play somebody. Unfortunately, you got to play somebody. So, look, I it's, it's just been a disaster this year. And all I'm saying is, and I get it, Spurs fans want to hang on to something, uh, and, and so they can at the end of the year say, well, you know, at least Wimby won Defensive Player of the Year. At least he won Rookie of the Year. We're going to hold on to that. He's great. Yeehaw! Let's go into next season. All I'm saying is, look, it, it's never happened before. Maybe it happens this year. Maybe it doesn't. Either way, we're going to go into next season, hopefully, with a much better outlook and a much better talented team that Wimby can thrive into. And so just don't hold on so tight to Defensive Player of the Year and and think it's a disaster if he doesn't win it. It is silver and black. We do it every single day here on the Morning Huddle at 7 a.m. If you miss it live, you can always catch the Audio Vault version, the AABS Bail Bonds Audio Vault at SASportsStar.com. Also head to the SA Sports Star YouTube channel. Subscribe, like the video, turn on the notifications. You can watch it there.